Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Who would have thought I would have taken all the way until 2023 for YouTube to allow me to say the word fuck eight seconds into a video? Well, you were allowed to, and then they took it away. But now I can get paid to do it. Yes. Again. Again. Return of the King, baby. <laughs> Tell you what. We would never get paid on YouTube. No. No, we would not. Because... Uh, Mul- multiple reasons. There is multiple reasons. Chief among them. This is the Gamers 2 Podcast. Your weekly round of news and commentary. Related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interests, my body has chosen this exact moment to fill my ear canal with mucus, so everything just sounds like it's going... That is a... Your body's betrayed you all night. I'm getting old. Uh, It's about time someone dragged me, kicking and screaming behind the shed, and beat me to death. Like the limp horse just take you out the pasture? I don't even deserve that. Oh, all right. Throw me in the meat grinder. All that sounds more work than just dragging you into a field. Drag me into a field. Run me over with, I don't know, some piece of farm equipment. It's still long. I, I, I got to go find farm equipment. There's a lot. Let the dogs have me. Possible. We could do that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Upbeat podcast. If you're not dying, segue. If you're not dying, you can get new games. Perfect. Nailed it. Like number one, Deckham for the PC. Also known as the thing I'm going to do to Matt. Yup. Number two, Melon Journey. Bittersweet Memories for the PC. Number three, Outlanders for the PC. Number four, Pronti for the Switch. Number five, Someday You'll Return, Director's Cut. Is that about my dad? For the PlayStation. <laughs> Number, six. <laughs> Number six, Paranorma Sight, The Seven Mysteries of Hanjo for the PC. Number seven, Clash Artifacts of Chaos for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number eight, Master Plan Tycoon for the PC. Number nine, Oni, Road to the Mightiest Oni for the PC, PlayStation, and Switch. Is that illegal? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Paranormosite for the Switch. Uh, Peaky Blinders, The King's Ransom for the Quest 2. 
Project Zero Mask of the Lunar Eclipse for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Relic Space for the PC. Session Skate Sim for the Switch. Tiny Troopers Global Ops for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Train Life, a railway simulator for the Switch. Does it mean you're a rail hobo? Rail hobo. That, how many like train simulators do we need? More? When's that going to be mainstream again? Train simulators? Yeah. Was it ever? I think there was a point in like the not late nineties, maybe or maybe the mid nineties. Well, when Railroad Tycoon one, two, and three were all at their peak. Yeah, and we were like rocking like some old fucking Windows, and yeah, like, like that the, was peak. Gaming. There was the Gold Edition. You remember the Gold Edition because it was gold. They literally changed the entire thing to have yeah. that gold cover. I saw Dude, I saw I, one I that I haven't seen in a long time. I somewhere have in this house potentially Railroad Tycoon three Deluxe Edition. I that might be somewhere in this house. I feel like I remember the install discs. I saw boot up of uh, Windows 2000. Was it Millennium? Yeah, ME Millennium yeah. Edition. Gross. Disgusting. Yeah. That's was a computer we use at work. I said, was that in a production environment? Yes. They should be executed. We have Windows 2000 Millennium, Windows 98, Windows XP, and Windows 10. All in production environments you it people at that company should be put out to pasture unfortunately aggressively unfortunately it's kind of backwards because it's so impressive that it has managed to keep everything going because they're forced to oh i just uh, yeah if if i was like being interviewed for it at that company and they gave me the a quick little rundown of like you know these are the things we have i would just be like i'm sorry for your opportunity i'm not gonna accept that yeah <clears throat> or, unfortunately or we would be learning how to come to the 21st century yeah that's my uh unfortunately that falls on me <laughs> that's my that's my 2023 goal which is windows 10 or 11 and that's it <laughs> i like that goal it's a good goal yeah we'll see you can call it welcome to now, jackass. <laughs> the same way I currently have a project in my work that I am calling Captain Hindsight. I like it. Project Captain Hindsight. Project Captain Hindsight. Because when I was presented with the problem, I immediately said, well, why didn't you just do this? And they went brilliant. And I was like, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> so that is basically Captain Hindsight. Feels very similar. <laughs> whenever, whenever, whenever there's a problem, I show up and go, "Well, you should have just done this." And they're like, "You're right. Thanks, Captain Hindsight." And then I leave. <laughs> Every time, kills me. Number seventeen, Transport Fever Two, console edition for the PlayStation, Xbox. Transport Fever. All right. I, yeah, Are I, you I transporting did. fever, or do you get fever from transporting? Or do you just, like, heartbreak fever, really love transporting? Questions. We'll never get answers to. Number 18, Before Your Eyes for the PSVR 2. And number 19, DC's Justice League Cosmic Chaos for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and the Switch. 
And I'm not talking about number one, so ever again. Nope. I, I categorically refuse until next week. Next week? So I'm not gonna be again? able to keep. I'm not gonna be able to keep. We're gonna do this every week, so I can't keep the promise for the rest of the time. I'm gonna psych you out one week, and I'm gonna move it to the end so you don't see it right away. <laughs> I, I also like the idea that it's just not in there at all until like the quick bits, and then it goes the whole quick bits. <laughs> it's just the whole quick bits is brought out. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, as per tradition at this point, here's the acquisition updates for Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. Microsoft has responded to the remedies suggested by the UK's Competition and Markets Authority. A significant portion of Microsoft's 33-page response objects to the CMA's suggestion that some of Activision Blizzard's businesses and properties be divested before the merger goes through. It's a good quote. I like this quote. It's the best quote. Best quote? I don't know about that. Okay. Quote, a divestment preserves the status quo and harms Xbox and PC gamers. As such, if the CMA expects that Sony will be significantly weakened by partial exclusivity, the CMA must equally acknowledge that Microsoft is significantly weakened by the status quo arrangements, which would be preserved by a divestment. End quote. I like that argument. Uh, Microsoft proposed two licensing remedies it believes will satisfy the CMA's concerns. I'd love to see your thoughts on this one. Hear your thoughts and also see them. Uh, The first centered around content licensing, with Microsoft repeating its promises of a 10-year deal with Sony to have all Call of Duty games, including the option for inclusion on Sony's subscription and cloud services game, cloud gaming services. Uh, For concerns over the cloud gaming and subscription spaces, this is the one I'm curious about. Microsoft proposed a similar licensing deal that would enable cloud gaming providers to gain access to Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and other games Activision Blizzard publishes on PC. Microsoft also proposed the CMA appoint appoint a monitoring trustee to check the company as being compliant with these arguments or these agreements, I can talk, and an independent adjudicator to resolve any disputes that might arise. So, cloud gaming services getting WoW and Activision's other games. Sure. He loves it. I don't he, name name four cloud gaming services. Four. Um can I say XCloud? Yeah, that counts. XCloud. Okay, cool. Themselves. Luna. Amazon. NVIDIA. Yep. Fuck. Um, Dick deep. Dick fucking deep, you piece of shit. Uh, Netflix. That's a stretch. <laughs> I'm going to allow it because technically it was a trick question. That was You're a tricky answer. <laughs> it was a good loophole. Uh, but, okay. They, yeah, just, nah. they just agreed to make a deal with nvidia and amazon <laughs> they made a deal they made they agreed to make a deal with themselves Them, yeah they went we offered sony a 10-year thing but then hey just so we're above board we've already got the partnership with switch if it goes through and you know what i i would love to i can only picture them like in the meeting grabbing their own hand and shaking it and being like yeah now we agree to this mm-hmm. oh and also oh oh nvidia's worried okay nvidia you get the same deal 
the Amazon, sure, I'll give you that deal. It it's going to reach a point where Sony's the only person going, but I wanna. Yeah, we're gonna we'll get to that point for sure. Um, the other interesting thing seems to be that Microsoft's taking. I don't know if they were going with this tactic from the start and we just didn't see it, or if they've shifted. But they're starting to trying to frame this argument in this um whole thing as them trying to be competitive in the mobile space and the cloud gaming space against Google and Apple and Epic and like whatever else. Sure. Which is whatever. All right, continuing on. But I also do I to continue though or to go back to the beginning. Yeah. I appreciate the uh divesting. Mhm. Where Microsoft's like, well, okay. Sony needs to break up too then. Yeah. What are what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Which it, it, they're basically just like, well, all right, so not letting this happen, you're showing favoritism. Yeah. <laughs> there's the It's not exactly a one-to-one meme, but it's the one I I Yeah, I'm going to say it anyway. It's not one-to-one, but there's an episode of SpongeBob where uh, Patrick and SpongeBob are playing like parents to Gary, and they're complaining about him never. Uh, SpongeBob's complaining about Patrick never throwing out his diapers, and he's just peeling like you just keep putting up here and here and here, and he's just opening like doors and it's just packed full of diapers or whatever. And <laughs> that's all I'm picturing is them Sony and Microsoft, and Microsoft being like, oh, you just keep hiding all your acquisitions and here and here and here. <laughs> it's like. What are, you, what are you arguing about? Yeah, we'll get to... Actually, we end this with... Uh, not 100% end it, but we at the end, we are going to talk about Sony's uh, acquisitions. Foreshadowing. Um, according to Activision exec Lulu Cheng Messerve... Weird. Is that, during, is that you? Yeah. Messerve... <laughs> <laughs> During a closed-door meeting between Sony Microsoft and European Commission regulators, Jim Ryan said, Jim Ryan being the, uh, is he president? Current King Dick of yeah. Sony. He's, he's King Dick of PlayStation. Said, quote, I don't want a new Call of Duty deal. I just want to block your merger. End quote. Hey, bad news, Jim. That's not how arguments work. Yeah, so we'll say it out loud. He said the quiet thing out loud. Uh, Microsoft has stated that it believes it can port Call of Duty to the Switch without resorting to cloud-based gaming. Sure, I I, I believe that as well, just that it will run like shit. Oh, this guy reading between the lines over here like some sort of fucking smart dude. <laughs> read between these lines. Hey. Oh, he's giving me the finger. <laughs> <laughs> so Sony has expressed concern to the CMA... I love this one. I'm a big fan of this one. Sony has express, expressed concern to the CMA regarding the possibility of Microsoft deliberately leaving bugs in the PlayStation version of future Call of Duty releases. We are. That is straw grasping. All right, Nate. Does Sony or does not Sony require every game to be certified? Yeah. Certified frequently, actually. Yeah. Yeah. 
And they have, in the past, rejected games for being too buggy, among other issues. Cyberpunk was taken off their store. Yeah. And told, come back and try again. Yep. So that's a... That's a Sony argument right there. I love it so much. Oh, Sony, you were the chosen one. It said that you would destroy the Sith, not join them. I don't know. Who's the... Or join the Jedi. Join the... No, well, the the speech is that you would destroy the Sith, not not join them. Yeah. But in this current instance... Sony's just re-becoming the bad guy again. Are we the baddies? Peep show. All right, let's get away from Blizzard for Microsoft bad. and talk instead about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Game the Jabba. Exactly. Number two. An Austrian court has ruled that loot boxes in FIFA, the translation there, before anybody goes, why did he say that? Austria is what we're talking about. Uh, in FIFA, violate the nation's gambling laws and have demanded that affected players be refunded. No, Michael, that's not right. No, no, Michael, that is so not right. <laughs> uh, love me some Toto. Do, 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 do. Wrong Toto. You get what the references are? The verdict was the result of a 2022 lawsuit between a group of PlayStation-owning FIFA players and Sony Interactive Entertainment Network Europe Limited. What a name. The reason the lawsuits were filed against Sony rather than FIFA and publisher Electronic Arts is because the loot boxes were purchased through the PlayStation Store, so the users' purchasing contracts are with Sony. Hey, Sony. Quit being such a loser. Hey. Sony gets foot. It's also just really funny because, yeah, you'd think, obviously, EA would get. Yeah. Sony's pissed about this one, I'm sure. They probably don't even know what's happening. They're probably just going to hush this one right up. Yep. Hush, child. I'll be over it soon. No, no, Michael, that is so not right. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Drive to survive with the background clips of him just hucking headsets everywhere. And... Good times. That's good times. Good times. Also, a good transition in a big booty remix. You and your big booty remixes? Dude, me and big booties. Hey, hey. Booty. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Strike. I found you, Mr. Booty. What are we doing? Why am I singing Bubba Sparks? I don't know. And I think the, I think the Yin Yang Twins are on that song as well. Please move me on. <laughs> I don't know anything. As Nate alluded to in the beginning of the podcast, YouTube has updated, updated its guidelines, introducing changes to its profanity rules. That previously led to videos being demonetized. The initial policy was announced in November 2022 and immediately met backlash. The new rules led to increasing demonetization of content and was applied retroactively, which is a dick move. Big dick move. A big comma dick move? Yeah. Or a big dick move? Big comma dick move. Okay. Don't know anything about big dick moves because don't have that. Following the controversy, YouTube has promised to make small tweaks. Dick, small dick maneuvers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's moving lazily to the left. <laughs> In an announcement this week, YouTube acknowledged that the new profanity policy actually resulted 
in a stricter approach than it intended. No shit. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. There's an AI running the place. They basically relaxed the new rules slightly. Videos featuring moderate profanity will now be eligible for monetization. And videos using strong profanity will be eligible for limited monetization. That's it. They just, they, they move the slider a little bit. Or just move, shift the goalposts. Yeah. Oh, YouTube. I, like, the, run by algorithm, right? Like, no one actually makes a decision. Oh, at this point? Yeah. Yeah, it's Wizard of Oz. Yeah. 100%. There's just... someone somewhere pulling levers, being like, fuck. YouTube. Every now and then they go When are we going to get a competitor? To YouTube? Yeah. Vimeo. You think that's that's the one? That's gonna. It's it's the only one that's still existing. That's like, that's not something like short form like TikTok. Yeah, but is it like Vimeo? Pornhub. I uh, yeah, I think Pornhub's closer than Vimeo. Vimeo is, but like either Pornhub would have to rebrand. Well, Pornhub's more popular, but for a different reason. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they have a better infrastructure, I would assume, than Vimeo. I don't know if they have a better infrastructure because Vimeo has like certain features that uh, YouTube doesn't have. Yeah, features, but I'm talking like. Oh yeah, like sure. fucking yeah. infrastructure, like that can pump out hours of, <laughs> of video. How many euphemisms do you want to go for? <laughs> uh, uh, no, like, they, but they also have watch hours. That's an interesting this, question, though. But this also shouldn't be like the the swearing and content thing shouldn't be a problem on Pornhub, right? It would. I shouldn't. But I what I was gonna say was your advertisers change. Pornhub would either have to rebrand or start, uh, you know, like a, a friendly. I always wanted YouTube After Dark to just be a thing, like Nick at Night was, where you could yeah. just you could just shift it to YouTube eighteen plus or you know whatever, and it's like you can do whatever you want on there because at at that point your terms and service are written in such a way that it like you can get away with almost everything. Yeah, but then like no one they wouldn't make money. It, That's kind of the. I don't know. It's just, like, have McDonald's run on there. Who gives a shit? People need to eat. There's still places that can advertise on that. DoorDash? Come on. You're going to tell me those people don't just DoorDash on their food? Uber Eats. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the solution is. I'm not smart enough. It's also not my problem. Yeah. I'm not, not getting, my job. I'm not getting paid for to figure that out. No, I don't get paid to solve the majority of billion dollar corporations ideas but hey i can still do it give us the money hello it's me captain hindsight <laughs> you shouldn't have announced skull and bones you should have canceled that in its infancy aborted i can still fix assassin's creed for you stop everything you've said number four bethesda released a new teaser for starfield its upcoming sci-fi rpg in which it revealed its release date on xbox that date being September 6th, 2023. In the video, game director Todd Howard <laughs> promised a, quote, very unique experience, end quote, and announced a Starfield Direct for June 11th, during which the studio will present a deep dive into the title. Speaking of June 11th, as if you couldn't figure this one out, Microsoft is holding the Xbox Game Showcase immediately before the Starfield Direct. No shit. I want a game director to come out and be like, you know what? This game actually sucks. 
Don't play it. Don't play it. It's no a, good. It's a marketing strategy that would work for certain things. No good. It'd work for Devolver. For oh well, for sure. It would also work for like Goat Simulator or like something that was already making fun of itself the entire time. Mm-hmm. But they would have to pay. They would have to pay in a ton of it to basically purposely constantly, constantly say because they would have to still advertise it a ton, and show like the gameplay. And be like, listen, don't. It's bad. Yeah, I'm telling you now. You don't want to be here. Don't look at it. I'm telling you, you don't want to be here. Why are we? Why do we do these accents? I don't know. All right. No, and no. Some, no talk, talk. <laughs> something just felt. Something inside me just wanted to crawl out. <laughs> out of my butt. Anyways. That would explain a lot of your back problems. Yeah. And the smells. Well, that thing's not crawling out at this point. Oozing. <laughs> oh, God. What a word. Sorry about that. No, I hope you're not eating. Ooze. Uh, number five. Do you, what, what we t- I guess we just talk about Starfield for a second. I mean, what do you delay, want? Delay, technically about? a delay, by the way. Technically, which we on this podcast called. I love the new game trend of like the sneaky delay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they don't we're, acknowledge that it's we're not later. Calling it a delay. We're just <laughs> this is the release date. It, it would almost be better if they just that. Yeah, I mean, the sneaky delay is one thing, but it, I <laughs> if in all their commercials they just hard pivoted with no actual numbers and just were like. For months, you were seeing April 25th, April 25th, April 25th. And then the next week, you see a trailer that says November 6th, November 6th. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute. There's a term for that. Like the whole Bernstein Bears thing. I spell Bernstein. Oh, yeah. Like I said. Or if it's Bernstein or if it's Berenstein. Because I know yeah. that's like, yeah. Uh, it's like a collective like memory issues. Uh, this game better be fucking amazing. I have news for you. Massive disappointment. I don't think it's going to be that, but I have a bad feeling it might be middling. That's going to be it. It's going to be. Because I, I, don't, I don't think it can live up to its hype. It's going to be a generic. It's going to be a regular Bethesda game. Right. And it's, we're all going to be like, what did we expect, though? Exactly. It, I, I, I have a Bethesda game in space is basically the exact. Yeah, the connotation like until they actually show some of the like we see the gameplay stuff and we see the direct and like maybe I get swayed in another way. But everything we've seen so far, I'm just like Bethesda in space. And it's like, what's the fucking point? Honestly, the most um, interesting, I don't know if interesting is the word, the most promising part of this whole thing for me is that there's an Xbox game showcase. And then there's also a Starfield Direct, which makes me hopeful that Starfield will be a small part of the showcase, and then there's a whole whole bunch you, more shit. You want me to tell you how it's going to work? You may. whole lot of Xbox, right? Yeah. Philly, Philly Spence out here wearing some sweet graphic tee of something he's going to talk about. Yeah, we're doing games, games, Are, games, games. You don't games, think you games. think he's gonna do like the graphic tee of a, something he's gonna talk about, or a graphic tee that gets everyone all like, "Oh my god, is Xbox gonna buy fucking uh, I don't know this or bring back this random ass game no one's heard about in fucking fifty years?" He's gonna wear an Activision Blizzard shirt. He's gonna wear like a 
like a call Overwatch Duty, like shirt, a, like, a, like a Call of Duty shirt, Overwatch shirt, something like that. Yeah, something yeah. to just like drive the knife. Just a little knife yeah, twist. A little, yeah, like a little. A, a, a silent... You know he's gonna drop. He's gonna wear one of those shirts. You know on the back of trucks. You see the little kid always pissing on the other truck symbol. He's gonna wear the little kid pissing <laughs> on the PlayStation. It's so direct. I was going for the subtle middle finger, and you're going for the double bird. Just, <laughs> um, he's gonna be doing that. He's gonna be talking about games, 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 games. Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. Look at all the things on Game Pass. You wouldn't believe all the things on Game Pass. And then we're gonna kick it over to Bethesda, and it's gonna be here's Pete. Slash whoever's currently in that. In Good old, old Pete Hines. Whoever else is in Pete Hines' role doing the things. Yeah, where'd he go? Didn't he take off? I, I thought he moved into a he different moved role. Up. Yeah. He like took over a couple studios. Or yeah. Something. So they'll be doing their thing. You're going to be talking like, hey, yo, ESO, it does the thing. We got Machine Games. It does their thing. It, 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 all the stuff, you know. Bing, bang, boom. And then they're going to go to. Back into like a little bit of Microsoft back into Bethesda, talk about some other stuff. Like, it's going to be a little bit interspersed. But the only time you're going to see Starfield leading up to them pulling Todd out is going to be in the, like, Game Pass trailer or coming to Game Pass things, where it's just cuts of things we've kind of already seen or things we might see a little bit more of extended of. But they're not going to talk about it. It's not going to be like, oh, this upcoming Starfield. Other than them saying upcoming Starfield title. And then it's going to be the end of the Xbox Direct going, like Todd Howard going, well, you know what? Let's uh, let's take a look at all my money in my oil fields over here, and uh, let me put on this leather jacket and walk to the different X's on the stage. He doesn't take off. He doesn't. He doesn't take off that leather jacket. That's true. I'll tell you what, though, if if I don't see Hellblade two or whatever the fuck you'll you'll see it, it because they'll acknowledge with it a str- with a release date. Oh, all right. Well, never mind. <laughs> I'm burning the fucking building to the ground. Yeah, you're not getting a release date. The the gl- glorious move out of them would be to say coming out this fall and and actually release this fall. Do I think that's happening? No, <laughs> I don't think so either. But I think it's absolutely absurd that we haven't we don't have that game at this point. Yeah, I can't wait for some some wild Game Pass announcement. We got to do some proper predictions this year. I don't think we did them. I don't think we did. Did we do I them got, last year? I have a banger prediction in my head. Oh, fuck. I hate when he brings his A game. That means I got to fuck. Come, I, come up with something. There is something juicy a brewing in my brain. I will forget this by the time we do the prediction right episode. It, right in, I, I write will, shit in my I notes. I will say it now. Say it. Counter-Strike on Game Pass. That's like so out of left field that that it's possible. That, that, it's so that crazy. if it it's if it so landed crazy. if it landed I'd be so fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so out of left. Exactly. That is the best part too because you'd be like, "How the fuck?" You know, I'm angry. I'll be like, "Give me some fucking lottery numbers, you fuck." <laughs> Counter Strike on Game Pass. Uh. That's good. Like Not necessarily like just the current one, but like if they ever made a future one, I think a a semi like partnership with Valve could happen. Have you heard any rumors this week? No, I don't believe those rumors. Okay, I don't. I either. haven't seen them reported with anything credible. So I don't either, or anything that I consider credible. We'll talk about that later. 
Uh, I, I just like that partnership. They partnered with all of Riot, so I'm like, there's a chance. I mean, uh, the Orange Box was wildly successful. They should do. They should do another Orange Box with just Half Life Alex Game Pass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Counter Strike Game Pass. I don't know what else he put on there, but Team Fortress Game Pass two, two, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The orange box on. The orange box remastered on Game Pass. Yeah. People just coomed. They, they would, and we'd be standing there and be like, ah, "It's cool," but I don't know why you're so excited about this. It's cool, but it's not that cool. There's just you and I going. Yeah. This shit's like 15 years old. But <laughs> it tracks. Yeah. And again, it's so far out of left field that Matt might stab me if we're sitting in the same room. <laughs> I I can picture us just sitting in your living room. That happening. Me, giant shit-eating grin. You looking for the closest thing to throw at me. <laughs> I just ripped or, the TV off the wall and spiked it on the ground. Either that, or you just standing up and going, I can't fucking believe it! I can't believe it! And just walking out into the kitchen like, I, I can't believe it! It's bullshit. Uh, that's good. We'll have to try to remember that one. Alright, let's move on to number five. Cinco. Cinco de Mayo. TT Games! TT Games has reportedly canceled everything. That's not what that says. TT Games has reportedly canceled several unannounced games, including a new Lego game that has been in development for at least four years. Ubisoft, take notes. According to Nintendo Life, which talked to internal sources, TT Games was working on a Lego Disney title codenamed Project Marley. Uh, which was going to feature an ensemble cast of characters from various Disney franchises, from Pirates of the Caribbean to Toy Story, among others. That would have been a weird Lego game. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, I Pirates existed, but the Toy Story one would have been weird. Yeah. Apparently, the success of Gameloft's Disney Dreamlight Valley, didn't know that was successful, uh, which shared a similar concept, is ultimately what led to the cancellation of the TT Games project. TT Games reportedly canceled another Lego game based on the Guardians of the Galaxy as well, nicknamed Project Cosmic, which has been developed in development for 18 months. Lego Worlds, which initially released in 2017, was also due to be ported to mobile, but has also reportedly been canned. Outside of Lego projects, a shooter codenamed Project Rainbow Road, featuring characters from Warner Bros. properties, has also reportedly been canceled. DLC based on The Mandalorian is in the works for Lego Skywalker Saga, as well as a new Batman game, but both have been reportedly put on hold to make space for a new Lego Harry Potter project. Of course it has. Gotta chase the hype and then be not on time in three years. This guy fucks. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) This guy knows what's up. Unfortunately, no, I don't. He knows what's up, though. That's true. I do know that. Um... They canceled everything. They're going to move all their teams to a Lego Harry Potter game that comes out in two years if they're lucky. Probably three. And they will have whiffed it so hard that they or that kid who was playing fucking wiffle ball and fucking whiffed it and spun around like three times and then fell over and got a mouthful of dirt. Yeah. You know what the subtitle for the Harry Potter game is going to be? Okay, give give it to me. 
Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> Leviosa. Stop, Bron. <laughs> oh, Ron <okay>. Weasley. <laughs> Ron Leviosa. 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 So good. Nobody's going to get any of that reference. Um, also, you know what would be very cool? What's that? It'd be kind of like Hot Wheels Racing. Okay. No, it's not Lego Racing. But. Which would be cool. Would so. be very cool. Yeah. I mean, it's like Hot Wheels Racing. Hot Wheels Racing is to Gran Turismo what Lego Counter-Strike would be to Valorant. Oh, that's a really fucking good idea. Or like a Lego shooter. Like, can you imagine a Lego... Like a Lego hero shooter? Lego Warzone? Even that. Just parachuting in with... Not even parachuting. No fall damage because you're a Lego person who gives a shit. Why is Lego not partnered with Fortnite? I was literally going to say that. It's free money. Building blocks when I build my base is Lego. I mean, Lego should just steal the idea and rip off Fortnite and make a boatload of money. I'm sure if they partnered with Fortnite, they could probably write their own check to have 100% of whatever. A Lego shooter could be a lot of fun. Because it would just be simple and arcade and it'd be like, whatever, man, I'm down. It could be super goofy and fun. And it could be played on mobile. So you can have crossplay of just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to play my fucking Lego shooter. Sometimes, like, I get really sad that people that are important don't listen to our podcast and steal our ideas. You get saddened by that? Because sometimes I get thankful. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'd be sad. I'm a sad initially, but with the one time that it happens, I'll be like, oh, that's really weird. The second time that happens, I'll be like, this is getting, this is, uh. third time I'd be like, what the fuck? Where's my money? There's already been a couple of those where I've been like, I said that. I know uh, nobody listened to it, yeah. but it just happened to be that I said it in the same coinciding time that somebody else had the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Which, as far as we're concerned, no, it was, I was only the one. Yeah. You can't prove ourselves. But so. again, million dollars worth of ideas right there. Are you kidding me? They already have experience in the Lego games with doing microtransactions. So you're telling me I get to get like the little individual bag that I rip open and that's my like one of my new skins that I can play as and stuff. Yeah, minifigures. Yeah. 99 cent minifig bags. I am printing you money. Same thing for if you did. It's the same thing we said. You could make we a said... custom. You could make a custom avatar and then they could send it to you. Also true. Also. I get to buy the the minifig bag, which gives me a complete minifig. But then guess what? I can swap out the torso for another one, the legs of another one, the head of another one, the arms of another one. I can be skeleton head, bikini body, pirate pants. Bro. It's free money. This goes back to the same thing you and I said about Hot Wheels before it came out. Why the fuck can I not buy... Hot Wheel boxes in game to get cars. You already in retail have a single pack and a five pack. Why can I not just buy that? It's just, it hurts sometimes. It just hurts. I'm not saying I'm a fan of microtransactions, but when you have such a guaranteed money cycle that is already prevalent in what you do in brick and mortar retail. The only thing I can imagine is that the people are like, you know what? This idea is too good. It's too good. 
We got to leave it. There's there's part of me that wonders if they go, it, it seems too easy. Yeah. What's the catch? And it's like, there isn't a catch. It's just, just fucking do it's it. It's just up. It's that easy. Are you kidding me? If they if there was basically a way, if that any of these existed, any of the two, the Hot Wheels thing existed mm-hmm. or the Lego thing existed, I'd buy both of them. Yeah. And I would probably spend too much money in both of them. The Lego one could be dope, especially if you. I mean, you wouldn't even have to make it complex, but if you just made a. a you could take the thing with Lego that blows my mind is you could literally put it in any fucking genre and it would be good. You could yeah. make a fucking uh, persistent world survival game like Rust in Lego and it, people would love it. You could make a hero shooter and people would love it. You could make a MOBA and people would love it. Like, yeah, I think Lego Fortnite is like the most because they already can do big worlds. They've done it with you know Lego City Undercut, Lego yeah. City and stuff like that. Do that. But then drop in other players and let me go nuts in that, and then just give me the thing to have multiple skins or whatever. Like it's such free money. Oh, angry. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Anyway, let's talk about number six. Games creators can now self-publish their titles on the Epic Game Store. The announcement comes as Epic Games introduced its Epic Developer Portal. Developers can release games as long as they meet the Epic Store's requirements and pay $100. Notable prerequisites include that titles are prohibited from having pornographic content and multiplayer games must have cross-play across all PC storefronts, which happen to be the two big differences when compared to Steam Direct. Regarding a game's quality requirement, the firm said, quote, Epic reserves the right to reject games that we don't feel are sufficient in quality and functionality, end quote. Uh, Tim Sweeney also shared an update from on the company's exclusivity strategy. The reason there are far fewer EGS exclusives nowadays is that Epic noticed only big titles really swayed a large portion of users over to their store, so they are focusing on bigger exclusives. I appreciate Epic doing these things. I, it's getting annoying that every time they do something, they feel the need to, like, I guess they have to. But it's getting to the point where it's annoying that they constantly are just like, well, Valve's a piece of shit. Steam sucks. But I guess that's their only competitor, so they kind of have to do that. Well, yeah, because I don't think anybody's actually looking at you play or EA play and going, you know, they hold a pretty strong position against <laughs> against steam and yeah, epic they're not real yeah exactly they're and publisher steam. fronts not their their only other competitor is gamepad like the third competitor yeah and even that's like a weird scenario where is it or is it its own beast <sighs> gonna break this ipad yeah. that would be an interesting thing to watch um, probably not healthy. You never know. Might be healthy for my mental state. That's true. I could, I could, I could get behind that idea. I've done that with CDs when I just get annoyed and just snap it in half. Have done it in a long time because I did it in the middle of my office one day. Because I, it was like a week's worth of frustration building up over this thing, and I just snapped the disc in half. And I remember shards went everywhere's. I snapped it purposely at the floor instead of, like, into the air. Uh, but I remember my boss just kind of looked at me and was like, okay. And I was like, I, I'm cleaning it up. Don't worry about it. And then I've never done it again because <laughs> it was just like, all right, one time, never again. That's fair. Can we acknowledge how far we've come to where you can self-publish a game? For $100. For $100. You can build a game by yourself. And not just like self-publish on itch.io, but like self-publish, yeah, self-publish on, on a major, major platform. Release it, and you never know. Never know. All I'm saying is, if I create something that looks pretty similar to Lego, <laughs> and I get sued, well, you won't hear this podcast because we'll have scrubbed it from the internet. And I will be in jail. But comfy jail. Copyright jail. Yeah. yeah. White collar crime jail. Where they serve tea and crumpets. British jail? I don't know. I'm just throwing shit in the air. 
different jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we on? Number seven? Yep. Back, way, way back in 2021, Sony said they were setting aside around $14.8 billion for strategic investments in the entertainment industry over the course of three years. During a recent Q&A at the Morgan Stanley Technology Media and Telecom Conference, Jesus, throwing that sucker. Ah, yes, as everybody knows, the MSTMTC. Uh, Oh, were you going to the Mist Patica? Sony CFO Hiroki (laughs) Toki. I love that name. Hiroki Totaki. Totoki. I don't know. What do you got on this one? Oh, I was just going to go with Hiroki Totoki. It can't. That can't be right. No, it can't. But it's, it, it's, it's, it's so, so good. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, bro. Um, sorry, Hiroki. See, <laughs> so he's CFO Hiroki Tatoki. <laughs> Provide an update on how they plan, how that plan is going. Two years into the program, and they've spent around nine point seven billion dollars leaving around $5.1 billion for further investments. Totoki uh, also implied that they may allocate further operating cash flow to strategic investments. Uh, since Sony made their strategic investment announcement... Here's, here's the part that just, I mean, just grinds my gears. <laughs> they purchased Housemark. Is that Nike? How do you say that? Nixus? Nikes? I would have said Nixus. Housemark, Nixus Software, Fire Sprite, Blue Point Games, Valkyrie Entertainment, Savage Game Studios, Haven Studios, and Bungie. Additionally, they've increased their investment in companies like Devolver Digital, From Software, and Epic Games. They've also purchased companies like Crunchyroll that provide non-gaming content on PlayStation platforms. So they have $5.1 billion left in their war chest. For, for now. For now, with the option to make that larger. Square Enix's current market cap is $5.1 billion. But Square doesn't have... Does Square have enough that they would want? No. Anymore? You know what I think Sony should buy? I'd go for it. Ubisoft. And this, I say, strip it of IP. Strip it of talent. Keep a studio or two. Sell the rest off. Interesting. Break it up to sell it. Yeah. And just keep the IP and make your current studios fat with, I, with people. I see where you're coming from. But let me let me hit you with a no. 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 Nah. 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 Not exactly that method. Yet. Nine. <laughs> okay. I think yes, by Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. But I follow it with just get it under control. I think it is savable. But you have to be okay cascading a bunch of shit. Let Skull and Bones come out and then kill the team. 
But the problem that Sony has is every time they acquire people, Naughty Dog just gets bigger. See, my theory behind my 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 th- my thought process on stripping Ubisoft of talent, keeping a studio too, and chunking the rest is Ubisoft has a serious culture culture issue. That's true. And if you take their employees who who would relocate or work from home or whatever, and you take a couple here and put them here, you know, you split them all up mm-hmm. amongst their studios, not Naughty Dogs, they're big enough already, but like maybe some of your smaller studios, or whatever, you kind of just fatten them up and then keep a couple of Ubisoft's bigger studios. And then you don't like rock the boat too much as far as Sony goes. Yeah, it'll rock the boat, tip the boat over. Yeah. And then you get a ton of IP in your fight against Microsoft because, frankly... You want a fun one? Yes. Just like a weird... I would love a fun one. Like a weird scenario? Yes. Does it involve Counter-Strike? No. <laughs> no. no. So nobody's playing with Sony in that terms of partnership. <laughs> uh. The weird one, and it would be weird, is they buy Bioware from EA. I would any change with Bioware I would welcome at this point. But I but I don't think EA would do it because it lose it lowers their portfolio. Yeah. But if they could get the right number, that could keep them afloat for a while. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like that is a possibility. I don't think I think Ubisoft is too much of a headache for them to be able to manage correctly. What does Sony need? Respawn. so true that's what they need but how do you get well that's kind of where i was you can't buy respawn that's where i was kind of going with the ubisoft thing too is because like but ubisoft doesn't have anything that like solves their problem i think if you combined ea as a whole solves their problem if you took i think i think that here's the thing though is i think the division franchise has potential i i I agree that it has a lot of potential, and I don't trust Ubisoft to guide it anymore. But in that same breath, I don't know that my answer is, yeah, I think Sony could guide it well. (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem. (laughs) Well, they have Bungie, though, so I guess they could. Yeah, but Bungie's already announced. They could always swivel. They already announced that they have Destiny, which is kind of released in like a weird state. And they announced that they, I thought Bungie had another project they were working on. They do, yeah. Yeah, so like. It's got to be a shooter, though. They can't make anything else. Right. It has to be. That's my thought. It has to be a shooter, but also, like, Massive does Division. They do it well, minus that sometimes they are not reeled in when they need to be. Yeah. They have a little bit of Kojima problem. Without being Kojima. Without, yeah. Uh, Not having the pedigree to allow them to do that. I can't even think of anything that's like viable because Embracer has gone nuts. So you want to you want to know what's viable but not viable? Here's another thing. Here's here's a. I'll meet you halfway. They buy Tom Clancy. The licensing rights. Yeah, they go through the nightmare of dealing with the estate to get the licensing rights to Tom Clancy, and then give it to whatever studio they'd like to make a game. Mm-hmm. 
that removes that from Ubisoft, which in effect kills a few studios. Yeah, a few. Um, I don't know. I got nothing. It's just you know, there's some there's some ideas. I just think that if they bought Ubisoft, they don't have the they don't have it in them to kill enough of it to make it work. PlayStation's missing something, and I'm not in a, a coherent enough state to like think of what that is. They don't have a shooter. The that, thing that, is that is a, that is a PlayStation shooter. They do not have. One. I I know, but that's the annoying thing. It's like they have like studios that could do that, but they just don't like. Ha- they're not set up to do that stuff anymore. Unless they plan on making whatever Bungie's working on exclusive. And right. we, we still don't know what the fuck Haven's up to. No. That's, but that's what I mean. Like they're that's like the one genre that they're that Yeah, they don't they're lacking have. right now, yeah. They're lacking variety too, really. Yeah, yeah. Their whole thing is so um uh, which it hasn't op- not operas uh oh why do i can't think of the like one word descriptor for those single player action narratives oh i can't think of, like the word that i want that eh, doesn't matter um yeah i mean they're that has that hasn't bit them yet because they everything that's come out has been it's been good, yeah. But it's it's. I feel like it's inevitable that it it's got to have its drawbacks at some point. But since they don't have Killzone, like mm-hmm. all all of their shooters that they had, SOCOM, Killzone, like whatever, just are gone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Number eight. I can also see them uh, again, just continuing to to buy a bunch of small shares and things. Yeah, I mean, realistically, that's what they'll end up doing. Like, if they ended up buying the Splitgate devs, I wouldn't be surprised. They'll either buy small or a combination of everything. They'll buy small developers, or they will buy entertainment properties. Yeah, that's that's my that's my breakdown of that, of what will actually happen. Yeah. Because, like, again, also with the Splitgate, Splitgate's an amazing game. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they said we're making, a, you know, essentially Splitgate 2, in quotes, it's like, Okay, if Sony comes knocking at your door, I will not be surprised. That and like moves like the Crunchyroll purchase, which yeah, I on the surface it's like okay, whatever, but it was a smart move because there's nothing that really competes against Crunchyroll. So yeah, number eight, Blizzard has provided a preview of World of Warcraft Dragonflight's next major content update. Wow, Dragonflight patch ten point one, Embers of Neltharion. The update hit the PTR yesterday, so here's the new stuff. There's a new zone called Zeralek Caverns. There's a new raid called Ar- uh, Aberus, the Shadowed Crucible. There are now cross-faction guilds on the way and more dragon riding updates. And hey, there's going to be a lot more to talk about. If Matt wants to ask me a question, I will answer it. But otherwise, it's too fucking early. It's too early. I expect we won't see 10.1. My my guess, based on like looking at calendars and stuff, was either April 25th or May 2nd. April 25th or May 2nd. All right. So like a month and a half to to a month and three quarter-ish. I'm, it's I'm my ass- guess at like the earliest. I don't think we can see it any earlier than those dates. I'm assuming uh, cross-faction guilds is a big one everyone's looking forward to. 
it it's one of those another another wall torn down of an archaic time. Mm. Um, the other one that needs to fall is cross server mythic rating on day one. That's the other big pillar. The other other big pillar is allowing NA and EU servers to be the same. Not what? having the region split, just having like. I mean, they can be split, but like an NA person can play with an EU person without having to go make oh. an EU account, like that type of thing. I get what you're saying. That would also tear down a lot of, a lot of barriers. Interesting. I'm sure we'll talk about this more as I'm sure we will as we get closer. Uh, if you want the fun deets, as you usually do, the the itch is coming back. So. It's happening. Just be ready. For me to wreak havoc on the world yet again. The albatross takes flight once more. That's really what it is. To rain <laughs> sorrow a town upon your gill. Actually, that's what, that's what I should have. So I did the, when I, I sent it to the Discord that I'm like in with the guys or whatever. And I sent the John Wick gif of, oh. I'm thinking I'm back <laughs> uh, for 10.1. And they're like, well, you really haven't stopped playing. Do you mean like just a rating? And I was like, yeah. But I should have said, yeah, the albatross flies again. <laughs> code code word albatross flies once more. Uh, <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. Uh, the albatross has left the nest. The albatross has left the nest. That's what everybody, that's what everybody else in town is saying. <laughs> they start seeing that I'm looking for a guild. They're like, it's just like the old Western. Everyone starts closing the shutters and locking the doors. And... <laughs> oh, God. Terrible. Should we jump just, in? Just, just see me blast open two <laughs> salute style doors and just start. Ah, yes. Hello, friends. Then just shoot everybody. <laughs> uh, shall we? We shall. Skip on into the little short things. Skip to my loo. Whoa. What that's does that a throwback. Mean? What does that even mean? I don't know. I'm assuming that's like, it was an old song or something. Skip to the shitter? It goes skip to the loo, my darling, though, which is kind of wild. Hey, honey, you might want to skip on over to take a shit. (laughs) Don't do it here. (laughs) Uh, Is it it skip to the loo? Is it skip to my loo or your loo? I never, like, made the connection that they were speaking about the bathroom. I don't don't think they actually are. I think I'm just using French loo for... (laughs) I was going to Google it, but I don't know where my phone is. That's right. Probably, it's probably better for us, honestly, that you don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Meta dropped the prices on two of its VR headsets. Uh, the Quest Pro went from $1,500 hairs to $1,000 hairs. I mean, that's and... a pretty good price drop. It is. It's still pretty expensive, but pretty good Too price drop. Expensive. Yeah. Um, the 256 gig Quest 2 was 500 and it's now 430 which makes the 128 gig pointless because the 128 gig is $400. Oh, I felt it. If I bring my bum bum, there it is. Um, This one's wild. Human Fall Flat has sold 40 million units worldwide. 
Good for them, right? That, that, that's a lot of units. Um, <laughs> Damn, that's a lot of units. <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy will launch for PS4 and Xbox One on May 5th, which is technically a delay. The old sneaky delay. Ah, yes, the old secret. <laughs> the old secret delay. Resident Evil 4's Chainsaw demo is now available. It doesn't have time limits and can be replayed. The Callisto Protocol Contagion DLC bundle, complete with the new Contagion mode, will release on March 14th. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, the Outlast Trials enters early access on May 18th. Take-Two is laying off employees at its private division label and across other divisions of the company, according to Bloomberg's Jason Schreier. Lintz Works, the developer behind the Aragami series, has announced that it will be shutting down. Godhammer Gaming Group, in partnership with Sports Illustrated, has launched Esports Illustrated. The publication will be dedicated to covering major events, games, and people within the competitive space. Oh, remind me that we haven't talked about something that we need to talk about. Yeah. Uh, the Esports Gaming, or Esports Illustrated thing could be interesting. Yeah. If it, it's 50-50 if it might just border horribly on cringy as well, though. Yes. Always, always the it's, fear. Yeah. Uh, Warner Bros. has reportedly delayed Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League again. According to Bloomberg, developer Rocksteady needs more time to iron out bugs, polish some aspects of the title, but the core gameplay won't be affected to a meaningful degree. PlayStation 5 was the best-selling console in Japan last month. For the first time, Sony's current console has outsold the Nintendo Switch. Square Enix's president, Yosuku, Yosuke Matsuba, Matsuda, has described the sales for Forspoken as lackluster, and mid-sized titles did not perform as well as we had expected. Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney thinks AI <clears throat> systems should take, shouldn't take artists' work without their consent if the intent is commercial use. Makes sense. There's a rumor going around that Valve is close to revealing Counter-Strike 2. What a fucking joke. And then we watch some trailers. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum. Looks like shit. Don't know what the hell that game is. Don't know where it comes from. It needs to go back where it came and never be seen again. Yeah, that trailer was bad. City Skyline 2. Whoever the trailer director dude is. Or do that. Do that. Or whatever. Awesome. They need a raise. Yeah, they did great. I I enjoyed City Skylines, the first one. And then when that trailer dropped, and I, I only played for like a little bit. Yeah, same. And then that trailer dropped and I went, I kind of want to build a city. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then Robo, RoboCop Rogue City. What the fuck? Everything we said about Lord of the Rings Gollum applies to that game as well. Yeah. I don't know what that game is. No. I don't know what the gameplay loop even is for that game. Looks like a walking simulator. Yeah, what it really should be is it should be a VR arcade shooter. Yeah. But, you know, that's not what it's going to be. Hmm. Um, What's what? the, other, the other thing we should talk about that we didn't talk about uh, is did you see the eSports Olympics? I did not. Lucky you. Remember what I said about cringe? Yeah. Yeah. That bad, huh? It. It's almost like they're designed to make people hate esports. 
and think that they're not worth their time. Probably because it was organized by a bunch of old fucks who have no idea what it is. They're basically playing like bad Wii games. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It oh, motion dude, controls the... too? No. Like, yeah, like there are a lot of VR stuff, I think. That's why it's like bad Wii stuff. It's <sighs> it's bad. Like the the trailer was Hello Fellow Kids the entire time. It was bad. How fucking out of touch do you people have to be? More. Like, it, the concept could be cool to do, like, some sort of motion or VR. It would be just be cool to actually do an Olympic-style esports. Olympic League. Yeah. Where it, you're based on your country, so there's no imports. It's just, like, the best North American players you can assemble. Like, would be just, just straight-up interesting concepts if you just ran... Olympic style tournaments of the games that already do esports really well. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you're then just choosing. It's all about choosing the games at that point. So it's like choosing Rocket League, League, Counter Strike, Valorant, what, you know, Dota, like choosing those games that already have large following. Mm-hmm. But nope. No. They went painful. It'll be another decade or so before anything even remotely. Oh, at, at least passable. Be, at least because after this happens, I can almost imagine everybody going, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Why would we yeah. ever do this?" And it's just like, "Yep, not not what it actually is." It's like it's being put out to fail on purpose. Yeah, it probably was because they probably didn't want to do it, and yeah, whoever or whatever entity like harassed them to the point where they were just like, "Fuck it." Yeah, so set it up for failure. Pretty, pretty cringy. Anyway, it's been uh seven days. What you been up to? Unfortunately, not a whole lot. Um, I'm kind of in a holding pattern. I, I, I do have to go back to Hogwarts Legacy to do the house cop bullshit, but I haven't had a chance to. Um, watching the Mandalorian, great fan service. Um, like if you're into Star Wars, you're into the Mandalorian show, you know what you're getting. Um. Last of Us has one episode left. Um, watched Formula One race last Sunday. Good race. It was a good race, and I'm glad I watched it. It took me, holy fuck, I signed up for Formula One TV Pro. Oh. What a goddamn clusterfuck getting that to work. Oh, all right. Because they had technical issues. Good Which, start. all right. First, to be fair, race. to be fair, really dumb of me to do it, like, an day hour. Of, day of. Yeah, yeah. day of. But they had, like, password reset issues and all sorts of stuff yeah. where, like, it just wasn't working. And I was pissed because, like, I had signed up for this thing. Then I wasn't going to be able to watch the race. But then I got it working, like, right before the race started. So I have it through YouTube TV. So, yeah. So. It was it was a it was a good race, but it also, like, wasn't a good race. I always get, have a really hard time defining what is and isn't a good race based on my own, my own views of it. Uh, because it's stuff like, okay, we hit lap 40. Mm-hmm. We're not bothering showing the first two cars anymore because they're not fucking near anybody. Yeah, so, like, I get what you're saying. But and, there's a lot of good battles other places. It's just yeah, like, which I'm glad they seem to be focusing on those more than they would have in the past, which yeah. I, I'm happy for. It's Which is good. That's what you need to do because it's Max wasn't within, what, yeah, he was like 20 seconds of anybody? Yeah, he was out. He was gone. And so it's just like, all right, yeah, cool. Once that's ha- once that's like established, don't bother. There's no point in showing him. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it's not 
it's it's harder at that point to have it be like a good race mm-hmm. versus good battles. Yeah. Although the Aston Martins being good, looking good at after the first race, big qualifier there. Um is the shit that we need to make things interesting. We need a dark yeah. horse. We need we need a dark horse and I in the time that I have started watching F1 obviously you have years on me. Uh but my whole thing has now has now become I need a three race thing before I get excited. I need three races to happen mm-hmm. to establish a baseline. Yeah. And this then I can be happy. Cuz like, oh, yeah, Ashton came out of the gate and they look really great. And they did look really good in testing. They looked really great in that race. Alonzo's happy. That's weird. That is weird. Doing doing bye-bye in the radios <laughs> and stuff. And you're like... The radio... I don't know. So what feed did you have? Do you know? Did you... I, I had the ESPN feed. Okay. So I don't know like so how was, much they only, show... It was only when they cut in to, you know... But um, all race, like when he got settled in... Oh yeah. I mean he was like he was on the radio talking about strategy, talking yeah. about like they, they asking how Lance was doing. When he got and... into I think it was third or whatever when he had kind of settled into having Pat got like through his battles mm-hmm. and he was doing the like the yes, let's go. Yeah. Oh bye bye and he's doing all that and then he gets back and he's like Anyway guys, it's been, it's been a great drive. I'm just kinda chilling now. Anyway, how's uh, how's Lance doing? Oh he's uh, well pretty good, pretty good. All right, all right. Uh do we need to like do anything? Like do, can I slow down to help him or are we just like oh, just, okay, just keep going. Right. You're like, are you even you're just chilling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean it'll be this year will be For... interesting because they do this whole they're doing the wind tunnel allotment thing. Yeah. And he's how old? He's like I want to say he's like in his forties. Oh, I want to I say like forty one or something. Yeah, I want to say forty one or forty two. I think so. He's, just, he's the oldest man out there. He is just slamming it. Yep. He's 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 wild. Forty one. Yeah. All right. Forty one. Lewis Hamilton. Thirty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. It was the it was the joke that we you were talking about from when we were watching. Uh, I believe it was practice or testing. You're like, they interviewed him and said, like, can you imagine how many people made came up on Fernando Alonso carts or whatever? And it, he named like five or six people on. The, yeah, it's on like the half grid. the grid. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, God, he's been around forever. Yeah. Happy Fernando, though, is funny. It is. Hopefully, it is. Hopefully and, it keeps up. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so as well. Uh, but that's all. That's all I've been up to. I, my my sim rig is still in boxes behind my door. Progress. Um, Haunting me, haunting every every waking moment. Every breath you take. So, we'll see. Let's see. I don't know. At this point, I don't know if it's like I don't know. Maybe maybe a spring thing. We'll see. We'll see. Might be a Nate's house thing. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. As I'm just not like I mean, I'm just supposed to pressure around. I'm not high rig. <laughs> the shit just starts showing up. You're like, all right. Yeah, you, right. you'll just like show up, and I'll be like, uh, "My hands aren't trapped in the sink this time. I'm in the middle of a. <laughs> I'm in a race. I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in the middle of a spa. Can you just like come in? Uh, make sure to leave. I make sure to leave the door unlocked this time. <laughs> uh, that's all I've been up to, though. What even? I've been up to what the kids call the usual. Uh, kind of wrapped up, or I'm caught up, not wrapped up, but caught up uh, with my fantasy baseball from Rates and Barrels. Mm. 
I've already done my draft, so and I'm not doing any more drafts, so I, I was able to skip a, like a lot of draft episodes that are discussing like where people go and stuff. Cause I was like, I just don't. My mine's already done. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. You just do the the new people, right? Yeah. So it's three rounds of new people, and then it's anybody else after that. You can do more new people. You can do veterans. You can do whatever. Then it's just a normal normal free for all draft. Uh, so that's done. So now it's just waiting for the season to start. Been watching spring training, watching World Baseball Classic now. Uh, listening to got back into trying to you know listen to more of The Witcher. Get that last one knocked out. Um, that's wild times. Seeing how we're still just dreaming constantly. <laughs> yeah, haven't haven't stopped dreaming yet. Yeah. Uh, what was the last thing that happened? Uh, Barnard and Yen got into it. He's a he's a bastard. That guy. He is. I feel like he would like. Obviously, he's a he is a piece of shit and a bastard. But man, if they ever introduced him into the show, I could see him being like if he was played by the right person. Oh yeah, beloved. He's he he's very interesting character. Yeah. But he's very much one that would fit like a Giancarlo Esposito or um, who's the guy that's doing the consultant show for Amazon? Uh, Chris Christopherson. Yeah, he would be another one like that would do it very well. Yeah. Just good, good, evil people. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, I mean, that's kind of uh, that series. Like that's they do. The the obvious bad people are great characters, but then there's like so many characters that are just like, are they good right now? Are they bad right now? What the fuck's going on? Yeah, it's it's a book that there is not like the the obvious bads are bad, mm-hmm. but then there's a lot of it where it's like, well, nobody's bad or good. Yeah, it's like a lot of gray Every, area. Everything is met in the middle, and yeah. it's just or a certain how, point of view. It's or... how far you stray off of the yeah a- away from the spectrum. Yeah. Um. Everyone's got like ulterior motives, yeah, and- or like some some morality system that's like slightly skewed, or yeah, or you know you were brought up in this, and yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, so that's that's that part, and then what was the other part? Was uh, the last thing with Geralt? He oh, he was with the the Lord Knight again. They were, yeah, they were. My Talk. word. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know, I like when you speak better and or you speak more normal. And he's like, but it's how we knights identify each other. <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm at in that. Uh, let's see what else is there. World of Warcraft. Just waiting for uh, the 10.0.7 patch comes out on the 21st. Then the point one patch is, you know, whatever. That's the next one after that. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, show comes out at the end of this month. So that's what I'm, I'll be into that. And that's, I mean, that's kind of it, it. Yeah. Not, nothing, nothing too, nothing too wild. Not a whole lot going on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, that's. That's Got both nothing. of us going, I don't know what to do now. So uh, <laughs> without knowing what to do with my hands, I will end the episode. And we shall see you guys in seven days. Toodaloo.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.